Resonant Truth presents Natural Time, Mayan Astrology for a Modern Age. I'm Lisa Starr. I was raised in the faith of the Mayan sacred calendars. These ancient cycles have been resurrected for a modern audience and called Natural Time, in part because our year of uneven month lengths is, by comparison, really unnatural. I am not here to lead any kind of revolt against the Gregorian calendar, but I do want to bring the Mayan alternative to light and want you to know about Mayan astrology, where the passage of time and your birthday within it has deep mystical and magical significance according to indigenous spirituality. I am passionate, I am transparent, and I am emotionally available, if not volatile. And that's because I'm a blue overtone storm. You can find out what you are at Resonant Truth. Today on the Zulkin Count is called Blue Magnetic Storm, and it is the first day of the Blue Storm Wave Spell, and it is the Magnetic Moon Day 12. And I actually made half a podcast last night, which is White Cosmic Mirror. But I kept yawning and I thought, you know, this is really so unprofessional uh, that I just had to bail. <laughs> I couldn't stop yawning. So this is a better day to speak. Uh, it is a magnetic day when magnetic moon. So when you're thinking back to your Friday and how this wave spell began, just remember that it's magnetic on top of magnetic and I find myself really getting insight to what I'm attracting for my year on this magnetic day in the magnetic moon it's just far enough along into our magnetic moon and the tone exploration to be you know kind of able to separate out this moon from when we began the year and just notice what you're pulling in. Like whatever's happening right now in so-called August is what you're going to be working on this year. And I have so many clear insights uh, that I have to remind myself and I remind you that in the lunar moon, it's almost like half of what felt like our purpose or we attracted in the first moon gets kind of separated away like might disappear for a while that's how it feels so I'm like very cautious about what I'm pulling in here I have some big things going on but I'm all I don't want to talk about it because maybe in the lunar moon some of it will go away but uh, this magnetic storm day has been super gratifying to me we're running into this problem where i'm a blue storm so i may not be able to speak about the wave spell with any neutrality but i did love being kind of at home in my tribe and i do love this tribe experience and the blue storm invocation is interesting to me uh, on a worldwide level like what is going on and what will go on in these 13 days and then what goes on with my friends is interesting being watchful and seeing what goes on with them and 
of course, what goes on inwardly. And I'm just like bubbling and frothing up. I just feel very alive. I had too much caffeine today, but I'm just determined to finish my house. Like, we'll see what happens. Nobody needs to track that here, but like I might not be able to not reveal whether I fall apart because I'm just like, I just want to be done. There's so many things I want to do instead of working on my house but I want maybe to just do them after I finish. I want to finish so I can get to those things. And I, I have confidence now that I will be able to do a bunch of other things that are healthy for me when I'm not doing this. And this has been healthy for me, um, but it's just so extreme. I can't wait to explore some other aspects of myself. And in my magnetic moon and my magnetic day within it, I'm like, it's really obvious of some things that want my attention when I can give it. Maybe in my lunar moon, it'll just be like, and I am separating myself from my uh, mind-body meld with this, this dwelling. <sighs> the other thing I just want to say in passing, just is always trying to model what happens for you. We could just say what happens for you on your tribe day uh, because it is my tribe day it is my wave spell though so it's amplified but I had so many people trying to get a hold of me communicating with me on the phone in person people wanting to just drop by and I just was like well here it is blue magnetic storm I am just a storm attracting all of this uh, attention and energy I feel like not really anyone was left out of this equation who needs me who will need me in this wave spell who will need me in this year I am missing uh, a couple of outreach like my younger daughter but I don't think she needs me this year she's getting really really big she's 23 and a half and uh, she is living her own life and so I'm all oh she hasn't been around as much in this magnetic moon this new year and I um, I just have to accept that. So, Jesus, do you need me to talk about Storm? A lot of the podcast that I jettisoned was about yesterday's White Mirror Day and finishing out the White World Bridger Wave Spell, but I 100% don't care about the past right now. <laughs> just like I don't want to think about that White World Bridger Wave Spell anymore. It was really brutal. You know, I remember the white world. I remember the white world, but your wastefall began with a bird flying into my house and kind of ultimately harming itself and trying to get out through a closed window so that it didn't recover and it was euthanized. So I had like death in my in my dwelling on day one of White World Bridger, but it got really dicey for me because my favorite uncle who had been extremely healthy until the middle of last Mayan year uh, went into the hospital. He has um, cancer and then he had pneumonia. He had lost 40 pounds from going through chemo. And uh, I just was sitting in the World Bridger Wave Spell, just really not wanting that to be um, real. But I felt 
very much like he was just the worst case version of my own experience, which is that he got really close to death. He wasn't responding to antibiotics. Um, he felt like he was dying, I'm sure. He probably wanted to die, and and he didn't want to die. But that's very much how I felt for 13 days. You know, just the White World Bridge or invitation to cross the World Bridge. Just feel like dying, getting the fuck out of here. And uh, it's just so nice to be liberated from that. I think that Blue Storm right now, from this perspective of one day, is kind of an invocation of hope. We had like Kansas pulling out a win. And uh, I don't know that that'll be pervasive. But for me, who tries to be transparent, I've been so in the negativity, really legitimate negative nihilism. Like it's not like me being kind of grumpy, but me being real with what is. But there is like tidal shift happening, not saying that it'll change all positive. I don't have any clue, but I do feel the the universality of curiosity around hope. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Could we maybe not be in the like absolute shithole here? It is possible. So I think the blue storm is just kind of like uh, also that life force coming in, you know, electric energy that that is like it's kinetic out there in the sky around the storm raging and emoting so we're like I mean I'm not deadened I'm not nihilistic I'm all what I'm awake it's kind of interesting I was just realizing that I don't know if it was blue magnetic storm or white cosmic mirror I think it was hopefully white cosmic mirror because that would make more sense people died from lightning strikes right next to the capital so yeah energy uh jolt blue storm and it there'll be more so maybe this blue storm wave spell so far feels more like it's enlivening rather than just blowing everything to smithereens we shall see uh so i mean what else can i say i think a short podcast is probably appropriate because you know i've only talked for 11 minutes and i feel like you know about the magnetic tone and you know about the blue storm wave spell um i I think we'll just take a moment i might be going in circles but the red self-existing moon year is different than the yellow seed yellow electric seed year that we had you know I spent the first week of this year crying a lot uh, and I just was like well that's red that well that's red self-existing moon for you but it was red self-existing moon within the white world bridger wave spell and uh, I don't feel like crying right this second you know like this day this blue storm day no and that's interesting to me because blue storm and red moon are antipodes. So the blue storm wave spell we're in is counterbalancing and oppositional to the year. So it could be considered a challenging time within our year, but then our year has just begun. 
And the challenge of the year to date for me is just heavy emotionality. So I'm kind of appreciating that maybe Blue Storm inserts the opposite of that, which is like shape-shifting, releasing of grief, you know, shape-shifting being something that is painful, turns to like rage, turns to explosive outbursts, turns to, you know, crying. But after uh, other emotional volatility, whereas my experience of Red Moon is that it doesn't get very volatile. It's like smooth, mournful, tidal, uh, emotional tugging. So... Again, I don't. I'm, I might not be a reliable narrator because I'm, I'm a blue storm speaking about blue storm. You may have a really different perspective uh, on this from your perspective, as it were, from your from your tribal seat. Um, you might walk into this blue storm wave spell and be like, you know, I was just flowing with this new year and how everything's like in tumult and chaotic and. People are really aggro. That could be happening. But just remember that Blue Storm comes along to clear the sky of what is obscuring and stultifying and separates us from the sun, which is another way of saying life force and God. So Blue Storm is remarkable for Whatever we endure in its volatility, it brings us back to joy and clarity. I'm going to have to story tell because I just don't have enough astrological insight. It's been too exciting of a day and the excitement makes me less philosophical. But I've been living through some pretty massive synchronicities um I, and I may have already said them like I'm like did I say it last podcast did I say it in the podcast that I quit and destroyed but I just went through both my father and my stepmother's Mayan birthdays and the white world bridger wave spell and my stepmother has had a stroke for a year and is she's paralyzed pretty much she can use a hand um and obviously communicate but her 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 brain is much slower she's a blue planetary eagle that was her Mayan birthday just a handful of days ago and uh, she's very quiet and uh, observant but without speech um, so I called to see how her day had been and if she was vital I asked my dad does she have like a good day like a lot of energy and she was energetic enough to be put on speakerphone and say hello to me. And uh, I just found that really meaningful. <laughs> I, I just felt like having someone who's on their way off this planet, um, you know, check in through their, through their Mayan birthday, letting that be a portal between us for her to have any inter interaction with me because she is weakened and desolate and tends to just watch TV all the time. And then a couple of days later, it was my father's mind birthday. They've been separated by only one day on the Zolkin. She's blue planetary eagle and he is red crystal 
uh, Earth, and there's just the yellow spectral warrior in between. And uh, then I call my dad, and then he, I said, it's your Mayan birthday. How was your day? And he, he's just like, well, my is my birthday always this close to my wife's? Just like, yep, <laughs> that explains your 35 year marriage that followed or was a recapitulation of being high school sweethearts. So, my dad in high school met someone, you know, one day away or two days away from his Mayan birthday where he was born in the within the Zolkin and the White World Bridger Wave spell, and they fell in love and then they spent 20 years with other people and met at their high school reunion again and then they've been together for 35 years so that's just a bit poignant um like i said there have been massive synchronicities and uh, some of them aren't interesting but i just have so much time and not a lot of other things to say it's fine with me if you've already hopped off um the big one for me is that i i uh, let's see well, I'm dating someone. I'm having a really hard time not saying, like, I think I'm falling in love with somebody. And <laughs> it's really clear to me on Blue Magnetic Storm that I am attracting uh, a loving relationship into my life. But because of the lunar tone and the lunar moon to come and all of my experience of being in love in the past... I do not feel certain that I am going to manifest a loving partnership from this. I think that's hard to come by. But two people wanting it to be so is a very special thing as well, even if it can't be. I don't know whether it can or can't. It's just too early to know. But I know what's going on. I can I can feel it and I'm smart enough or old enough to be like that's what that is you know I don't have to be pretend to not know when I'm feeling like I'm falling in love with someone and uh yeah so if you put our birthdays together and I'll I'll make this a point of the podcast how you can add your birthday to someone else's and find out kind of what is the um Zolkin astrology of your intersection but if you put me and this man's birthdays together you get um my dogs you get my twin bulldogs my beloved blue lunar eagle bulldogs so i just (laughs) don't know how to explain like um if i were to look at my relationship with this person and I would, and someone said, oh, blue lunar eagle, I'd be like, oh, well, that doesn't sound very romantic. Blue eagle's kind of in your head, and lunar is kind of positional or polarized. But on the other hand, it could be like a pair, like lunar two, two dots. Eagle, you could be visionary together. You know, I could, I can go both ways, but it doesn't sound like really warm and fuzzy. And I was thinking about it on my hike, doing my math, and I was hiking with my dogs, and I was I just had to do that whole thing where you talk to your higher power. You're just like, come on, are you are you for real? Are you kidding me? Essentially, what it means to me on a on a very like mystical slash um, sort of soap operatic uh, level is 
that I have found the father of my bulldogs. Like I'm the mother and I found the father because if you put us together, you get the bulldogs. So I think that's, I had, I have to say things like this aloud because they're so astounding to me, to me, maybe to me only. And um, the last thing is that uh, he's a yellow planetary warrior and my next door neighbor is a yellow solar warrior on one side and on the other side like I I live in an older home in between two older homes and we're all in a row and I'm quite close to both of my neighbors on each side and so I have a yellow solar warrior on one side and a yellow spectral warrior on the other and so <laughs> If this man comes over and everyone's home, it'll be yellow solar warrior next to yellow planetary warrior next to yellow spectral warrior, which I mean, that's like a group photo right there. Three warriors in ascending order. I'm going to start looking for those kinds of pairings and triads when you can find all the same tribe and they kind of all connect. Like my daughter is... Um, in love with a blue self-existing storm so he and i could wander around portland where they live and look for blue electric storms or blue rhythmic storms and then we could get in a photo together so you might see things like that on my instagram feed so let me tell you how you can find out how you intersect with other people and animals um and days and you know any two Mayan birthdays how they can be combined and by the way it really really makes sense and seems right for no reason none there's no reason that this math of adding up our birthdays should result in it's it's I don't know to me it's like total hack new New Age gamemanship, like BS, you know, the, it's like the most um, on-trend part of following this calendar is this sort of weird made-up thing that you can add up your birthdays and get like a resonance that is your relationship. So what you do is, having said that, it did come from Jose Arguelles. You take your tone and add it to their tone and your tribe and add it to their tribe and you'll get a number now it's much more obvious with the tones what the number is because the tones are a count of 1 to 13 and we're really familiar with that it's not as obvious that the tribes are a count of 1 to 20 but i'll tell you how you can figure that out uh, so i will give an example of myself and the yellow warrior so I'm a blue overtone storm and overtone it's five of 13. I know that storm is the 19th day of 20. Um, but there's, you have to have a book or look online or be familiar to know what your day is in what order. So I'm just going to say, it. I'm going to say it once so that you can like hit pause and write something down if it's important. 
One is red dragon, two is white wind, three is blue night, four is yellow seed, five is red serpent, six is white world bridger, seven is blue hand, eight is yellow star, nine is red moon, ten is white dog, eleven is blue monkey, twelve is yellow human, thirteen is red skywalker, fourteen is white wizard. 15 is Blue Eagle, 16 is Yellow Warrior, 17 is uh, Red Earth, 18 is White Mirror, 19 is Blue Storm, and 20 is Yellow Sun. So I uh, am a 5 and a 19, and a Blue Overtone Storm, and a Yellow Planetary Warrior is Planetary is 10, and Warrior is 16. So we're not adding 10 to 16, we're adding 10 to 5. We're adding planetary to overtone. 10 plus 5 is 15. Now we're adding them together to find a tone that represents what I and this man have in common, or our destiny, or whatever, however you want to describe it. What is our cross-section of our astrology? So we want a tone, we, 15 is not a tone number, that's too many, so you always take 13 away. If it's over 13, you subtract 13. So our, if you put planetary and overtone together, you get 15, so I take away 13 and I get two. Two is lunar. I'm going to add 19 and 16, which is 35. I'm going to take away 20 because we need to be within 1 to 20. So just as we took away 13, we're going to take away 20. And if you take uh, 20 from 35, you get 15, and 15 is Blue Eagle. So if you take Blue Overtone Storm and add it to Yellow Planetary Warrior, you get Blue Lunar Eagle. Okay? So you can do that with your own birthday. You need to start by kind of really knowing what your tribe number is. And then you can look at people you have loved, people you love currently, people you wish you could fall in love with. Are you meeting? My next door neighbor who is a yellow spectral warrior is on Tinder and she's always getting birthdays on these dates and asking me, is this a good match? And I am like, yeah, a good match for you might be uh, this person. And then, you know, what would it be like? What would be the frisson? What would be the um, vibration between the two of you? Okay, well, I have more synchronicities than that, but I am sure that's plenty and I also um, you know I just have to plead a kind of form of exhaustion it's still really hard for me to do everything I do physically in a day and be all like uh, chill and intelligent when I do a podcast these are always like the dregs of me podcasts and there's some mania in there from all the caffeine I consume and there's some real glee at times because this is a good Mayan moment. Uh, 
and it was hard, you know. I just feel like the White World Bridger Wave spell really cost me quite a bit emotionally, and I feel that that was reflected by other people's stories. You know, I actually, I told you about my three yellow warrior people in my life, and it was all of their antipodes last wave spell. So I'm surrounded by all this yellow warrior energy, and they all were in their opposite time. And maybe I was feeling it with them or as them just as much as a blue storm going through White World Bridger, going through death. Um, I think it is really good to use this picture of getting to the eye of the storm when you're in the blue storm wave spell. And let's do some word play to help you understand what that could be. Blue storm is about self-generation. That is one of the words Jose Arguelles chose. I don't even know what it means. I just know that I'm pretty self-generating, which is everything from selfish and self-aware to, you know, just like I can hang out with myself. I don't need a party to have a party. Like I don't need a bunch of people to have an experience that feels multidimensional and, um, you know, communal. I'm like into myself and my surroundings. So in the blue storm moment, there's this kind of, you know, idea that there's an eye of a storm and it's still at the center. And that's literally true, I guess, of of many, many big storms. And that we want to live in the eye of the storm wave spell as best we can. It was really important when we go through blue storm years every four years to try to live in the eye of the storm. And I think that the word play is that if you, if you spend time on your own in blue storm, that is a, a really one access point to stillness. It's just like the more people you're around, the more you expose yourself to the personalities on the planet, uh, the more numbers of people you interface with or pay attention to in the blue storm time, the more friction you're going to feel. But if you stay with yourself in a form of solitude or a kind of simplicity that is um, the I, capital I, of the storm that might equal being in the EYE of the storm. Well, I'm Lisa Starr. I am another yourself. And in my end, we say, in La Keshe.